Microphones of Madness is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. Hey, everybody. Saturday night, Microphones of Madness. I'm Rodney. Over here, Steve. You can talk now, Steve. I'm not talking at all. <laughs> There's Kim. There's me. There's you. And tonight we have a very special guest. We have Farrah Rose, award-winning writer and director, Farrah Rose, who is also the editor of Manted Magazine. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about all sorts of things tonight. So first off, congratulations are in order. Good job on winning an award. Uh, which which award did you win again? Uh, it was uh, Best Experimental Film uh, for my film, The Atrocity Shop. That was at the uh, Shawanashe Film Festival, uh, which is held in Somerville, uh, Massachusetts, every year. Um, yeah, it was it was surprising, but it was a nice surprise. <laughs> the atrocity shop, I like it already. Now, now I went looking for this film because I wanted to see it beforehand. However, I could only find 45 seconds on Vimeo. Um, where yeah. where can we see the atrocity shop? Um. Well, it was on YouTube for a while. I took it down a little bit before the festival. Um, and there is a new, uh, a bit remastered version that I'll be putting back up on YouTube uh, in the next week or two. So um, I can forward you guys that. And Excellent. Send Excellent. It yes, please. Cool. Yeah, as, as soon as you get that back up, let us know. We'll put it up on the page. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I saw 45 seconds. Now I don't want to know. <laughs> That, that 45 seconds, it's basically the whole thing's like that. It's really, it's really just kind of an extended, strange, um, I don't want to say art house, but it's experimental and bizarre. And, um, you know, that's the kind of thing I like to make. So hopefully you guys will like it. Now, now we go from experimental and bizarre film to Manted Magazine, which I believe you also want to extend that type of mentality into the magazine itself. Right. Um, well, the whole kind of idea of the magazine kind of came from, um, well, the, it's, a, it's a passion project, but at the same time, it's uh, stems from frustration. It kind of, uh, I don't know, a, a stagnancy in, in innovation in certain kind of uh, strains of the fiction community, or at least that, that's what I've kind of seen it and experienced. Um, in my time in the community. But, you know, we, we kind of put it together so that not only can we kind of make a platform for um, kind of diverse voices in weird fiction and, and speculative uh, fiction, but also so it's kind of almost like an art curation. It's like a curation of a community, uh, a new community. And, and um, it, it's, I don't know, it's, 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 nice to have uh, an environment or, or a platform or whether it be a magazine or any kind of art thing that uh, acknowledges that kind of the, the difference of voices is a beautiful thing. Um, and that, that kind of incomparable nature is something to be uh, elevated. So uh, kind of all that kind of nuanced, you know, intellectualization of it, but Pretty much, uh, we want to be publishing uh, weird fiction, horror, 
dark sci-fi and fantasy, also experimental works, um, and opening up uh, everything to people who might not get uh, published in the traditional kind of uh, magazines or anthologies. Indeed, indeed. I mean, it does seem like kind of an old boys network going on. You know, you see a lot of the same folks and the same stuff over and over and over again. And, you know, speaking as a as a wannabe myself, it's a little tough to break in. And, you know, being yeah, this, you know, is there's a little bit of an advantage. I can only imagine what it's like for women, people of color, people with uh, differently abled, I believe is the term that you use. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, so. I think there are, and I, when I talk about it, I kind of don't like to give the sense that I think it's, it's certainly not all a voice club. I mean, you have, you know, you have right. those strains, right? Like in anything else, you have strains that are kind of restrictive and, and it's mm -hmm. kind of about, you know, just finding your tribe, finding your people. Um, so there's an element of that to it. And also kind of, uh, I mean, there's nothing wrong with going kind of, you, you, I think all of us kind of go for those traditional, um, you know, pro-market kind of publication goals. And obviously that's the ultimate goal for everyone. But, um, you know, we also need to acknowledge that there aren't really, the opportunities are skewed because yeah. even, um, you know, they're, they're, they're just skewed and, and there needs to be, you know, a lot of people are talking about how, well, how can we change this, change the dynamic of, uh, especially the weird fiction community, uh, mm -hmm. and how else to do that other than saying, you know, we're, we're going to, you know, make a point to invite people in, to be warm, to be welcoming, um, and, you know, just broaden, broaden not only, uh, you know, the media creators, but the subject matter within the stories as well. So, so what kind of a res response have you had so far? I know, I know you extended your uh, submission deadline, um, but you know, are, is your inbox overflowing with submissions of stories and art? And there's a there's a healthy amount of uh, fiction submissions. It was a little slow in the beginning, but healthy amount. It's it's um, interesting to try to kind of curate that collection of story as it is, I'm sure, for any editor in any magazine. But when um, the, uh, you know, I, I made sure that there were a, a broad selection of genres, which is something that people don't necessarily recommend. Um, people kind of like, they just want their, their weird fiction zine or their horror zine or sci-fi, and uh, we have all of that. So that makes it a little more difficult to bring everything into um, kind of a, a cohesive final product, but um, mm -hmm. we've had a lot to choose from. Um, we still have things in terms of fiction that we would like to see. Um, as for the art section, that was, that's been kind of the big difficulty in um, kind of procuring artists for, and we weren't uh, necessarily asking for uh, commissioned works. Uh, it was more exposure for art artists and uh, pieces that have already been made. And that's been more difficult. Um, probably just an issue, of, you know, uh, getting the word out there and also, um, you know, with the inaugural kind of addition, you know, those, you know, got to grease the wheels a little bit before people want to, you know, put stuff in. And, and we kind of understand that. So, um, so the first issue will probably be light on, on art, heavier on fiction. Um, 
but but overall the goal the goal seems pretty pretty challenging because not only are you focusing on diverse creators you're focusing on diverse content you you have lots of different things for people to read and that's that's exciting because because a lot of magazines and 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 various forms of media are very centered around one thing the other thing this is what we want this is what we don't want and you guys are going to be providing a little bit of pretty much everything dark and fantastic i actually think it's kind of cool i whenever i read an anthology and most of them are themed like that i get bored about halfway through because it's oh here comes another mm -hmm. cthulhu story or, oh another vampire story no offense Damn. <laughs> and vampires aren't for everybody. No, uh, but it's, and I like both Cthulhu stories and vampire stories. It's just that having 10 of them in a row mm -hmm. gets a little, you want some variety. You want some spice. Then so you for, need to read Manted Magazine. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's and that's, uh, one of the things about, um, you know, kind of, you know, I use the term kind of incomparable worlds a lot because I think, I mean, if you take kind of some of the perspectives that we may, you know, might not be uh, necessarily uh, privy to or, or they're not, you know, we don't think about things in, in the way someone else might. And you could even take, you know, those traditional um, kind of paradigms of weird fiction and, and it's going to be this, it could be this completely different thing that, you know this this new innovative story just because it comes from you know someone who sees it slightly differently and you know you you just you know at what point do you say okay you know this is the hundredth anthology of the same thing you know we're going to open it up to some people who might they might have started they might have a different background you know one of the things that's interesting that i've found is that people who don't necessarily have this massive backlog of of um our knowledge and speculative knowledge in their heads they come from um, working in different genres or different uh, mediums altogether um, and they approach it and they approach these subjects and, and these types of stories you'll get something completely obscure and different but in a, in a very good way um, so it's also about you know it's very much about letting people in and I'm, I'm one of my things is you know I don't like the elitism of, of some communities you know it's it's i like the idea of inviting people in if if they like this kind of stuff well you know give them a shot um that's great you know, yeah it's too often all you see are like we've been talking about anthologies where you know the editor just invites all their friends to submit something you know it's not even an open call they just ask for such and such from such and such a person and it's just the same people over and over again yeah and you know one of the things about that is i mean i think in some cases i haven't minded that in some cases because um you know there'll, there'll be kind of some of the go-to kind of new weird authors that um you know are, are in their own little thing and and i enjoy them as as writers so i like picking up those anthologies but at the same time uh you know you just want something new you know it just keeps coming back to that you just want something new and it's not that you know and the another part of it is that um i guess one of the things that people have said are that well are we looking down on kind of the old 
the old world fiction and, and, and the original people uh, who kind of uh, founded the genre. And that's not the case. I mean, you know, you can you can say that, you know, you appreciate and, and honor and, and know, uh, you know, the old masters and say, okay, I do. And I'm going to also, uh, you know, be progressive about it and acknowledge that there's somewhere to go from there. You know, it's it's a trajectory. It needs to be a trajectory. Um, and and sometimes I guess there's an I guess what I mean by that is um, people need to not kind of assume that you don't uh, kind of want want to read certain things or respect certain things just because you want something a little different mixed in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's certainly been. Uh one side of a very recent argument that we've all been floating in. Privy to, yeah. um, well, nothing stopped in 1937 or whenever. Fiction didn't die, it kept on moving on. And there's absolutely no reason why you can't enjoy different writing from different periods, including the modern period. So it just, it makes no sense to me. Well, it's 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 kind of a it's kind of a lame argument. People, it's it's gatekeeping and circling the wagons and whatever type of quasi-militaristic analogy you want to use. Now, you released the cover for the winter edition of Manted very early this morning. Yeah, I got to I got to see it because I was at work. You see, I released the wrong version first, and then I. <laughs> Out. So good thing it was that early. Yeah. Uh, tell tell us about the cover. Who did the cover? Uh, the cover is uh, was kind of a collaborative work between myself and um, one of my uh, kind of um, college classmates and collaborators. Uh, her name is Alex Janney. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kind of idea for the covers, just in general for the magazine, the kind of concept was we kind of, everybody kind of when we were the whole team was kind of thinking, what can we do? We were saying we want to merge kind of the old Euro DIY zines, you know, from the 80s. But then how do you kind of mix that in with the weird fiction world? Because they have a very certain specific aesthetic to their covers. And so the general premise was that, okay, we're going to take, you know, like a like a, uh, a Weird Tales type kind of in, in terms of content, mix that with like a dark beauty magazine type of aesthetic, um, but then have something a little retro going on um, with it. And, you know, it's another idea of like merging all the different things that we appreciate in terms of uh, kind of artistic um, perspectives. Uh, and, and that cover was kind of uh, an early decision. We tried a mm-hmm. few different types with um, kind of the, the usual graphics of the story titles and um, you know, the articles that would be uh, inside the issue, but it didn't, you know, it, it looked better with kind of the sleek, uh, almost book cover-like mm-hmm. way that it is now, so. Yeah, it's actually, very cool. it's very nice. It's very evocative. It's awesome. I'm looking at it right now, actually. <laughs> That's freaking cool. So now you said earlier that um, there's room for more kinds of diversity in fiction. What kind of fiction are you hoping to find? What kind of fiction are you hoping will come up? Um, 
I guess other than, you know, kind of the umbrella of the genres we listed, we're looking for, um, like I, I delved into a little bit, the, the, it's almost like merging the themes of these, the themes, tropes of these genres, um, mixing in new ones as well, but from a perspective that we, we don't need, um, you know, because the traditional kind of, um, you know, weird fiction is, is very, uh, you know, this white male, it just is, it, it has been for a long time. How dare you, you say that? <laughs> Says the white male. <laughs> well, I was being facetious. Well, you're not a white male? Remember the key word of facetious is feces. Now <laughs> <laughs> I remember but, how to spell it. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like you, you can take you, you, if you said to somebody, write, write the story, these characters, this circumstance, this location, all this, and and you, you gave it to people of you know all different backgrounds. You know, I'd, I'd be very interested to see um, how that kind of thing would would turn out because you know the the idea in general because we're not looking for specific you know very specific tropes or types of stories, and we certainly don't want things to be. Um, we don't want to be beating people over the head with, you know, uh, you know, there, there, there's a way to be inclusive um, and also be literary and also be, um, you know, aware of, of how certain uh, genre pieces work and, and should work and, and things that have been problematic. Um, so I guess we're just looking for new perspectives uh, and, and innovative fiction. The merging of worlds, um, you know, so to, you know, curate a community of new writers and new artists uh, to hopefully move the general progression forward in the in the bigger community. Now, when uh, when do you expect a release of the winter issue? We expect to release the uh, online zine January first, nice. uh, and hopefully, Excellent. yeah. It's coming quick, <laughs> but um, and, and then hopefully we'll have uh, the print publication um, by you know maybe January fifteenth. That'll be uh, be purchased through the website, uh, which will be up um, a few weeks before. So nice, nice. And and, and I'm I'm assuming that's the the general Manted Magazine website. Yeah, it'll be MantedMagazine.com. Uh, under construction now, but it, it'll it'll be up. <laughs> now, are are you doing that as well? Yeah. You do everything, don't you? I don't do everything. I have people helping. I have, uh, I do a lot, but you know, I have, um, you know, I have a marketing director and, and I have staff writers and contributing writers. Um, and then I have a general pool of people who, uh, know the genre and know the art aesthetics that we're going for that, um, kind of, uh, that they weigh in and, and, um, you know, make sure everything is, is going the way that, that we intend. Excellent, excellent. Because a lot, a lot of zines, smaller independent zines, are one, two people operations. It's nice, it's nice to know that you are not working yourself to death. Yeah. In, in addition, <laughs> I think she's actually still working herself to death just on other things. It's not all like well, that's, that's true. That's true. I mean, Bear is very busy. You, you are, you are a, a bit of a, a renaissance woman. 
and, and that you, you do puppetry, <laughs> art, photography, filmmaking, writing. In theory. Uh, music. In yeah. music. I, I mean, in theory, it looks good, but, you know, I won't be, you know, I won't feel good about anything until, you know, a complete product is something I can be proud of. Mm-hmm. You know, because for me, as, as much as I, you know, do a lot of work, I, I don't care that, you know, I have to do that amount of work because at the end of the day, whatever it is that needs to be said, you know, if I'm the person to help something get out there, whether it's mine or someone else's, um, I'll be really happy to do that. So, Excellent. Excellent. Great. It's good to know that you're not just like shitting out whatever you think will sell, you know, <laughs> like so many, so many places do. <laughs> you know? Leave it, leave it well, to Kim to, to drop the first piece of profanity in the show. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, uh, usually, usually it's me. Usually, <laughs> it drops, drops a fuck somewhere. And... There you go. <laughs> there. Like, I, like I, I got the ball rolling, so we can proceed. It's like right, heart. <laughs> so January first on mantidmagazine.com. Uh, do you have any tease for the audience, uh, for those listening at home, and what, what to expect from the inaugural issue? Yeah, I can tell you what to expect. There aren't really a lot of things I can talk about yet because um, we're waiting to confirm a few cool things. But um, so there'll be fiction, um, you know, around seven or eight stories, uh, Critical articles, opinion articles. Uh, we'll have uh, reviews of books and and films, but more obscure ones, not the things that you'll be reading kind of in every other uh, zine. Um, and uh, one of the things in terms of art that we'll have are, are a few really interesting, innovative photo sets um, from uh, both kind of local New England artists and um, you know uh, also kind of up and coming artists. So that'll be. Cool, hopefully. We're hoping it'll uh, all come together the way we want it to. It really sounds like there's something for everybody in there. Very cool. Can't wait. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. You guys are you guys are working hard to deliver something unique. That's 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 why we at, at Microphones of Madness love the, the just the idea of the project because it is unique compared to some other projects that, that have been coming. It's it's funny because you have a whole staff working for you or working with you to produce this what sounds like an underdog product, which we get behind. And then there's people who, as Kim put it, shit out. <laughs> there you is know. really no better word for that. You know, these things and it's it's them and it's big when when, you know, the crap happens. Yeah. So well, the thing was, you know, when we, yeah, well, well, we know that kind of the first few issues won't be exactly what we want, but, you know, we're willing to take the time and, you know, time doesn't hurt when it comes to bringing something together. So you should listen to season one of this. <laughs> So does anybody else have any other questions? Oh, potato chip thief. Uh-oh. Go get him. He looks like a Meyer lurk. Yeah, it never fails. One of the kids 
shows up in in, in the broadcast somewhere. I have like I have my eye on the corner of the room where they emerge, and my finger on the mute button. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that that is about all the time we have for this week. Um, thank you, Farah, for coming out. Great having you. Thank you. Good to meet you in person. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. All right, so uh, let's see. What do we have coming up this week? Monday will be Eclipse Phase Ozymandias, the psychos in space. And also, I believe next week we continue our discussion of Kikanga. Ooh. Oh, um, Milton Davis is going to have a Kickstarter for that, for the game. Oh, oh nice. Starting oh, in January. So that's starting to wrap up as well. And for those of you watching who do not know what Kikanga is, Kikanga is a sword and soul. No, don't tell them. They can find out next week. <laughs> That's kind of what we do, though, man. All right. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, like I said, next week, Monday's, Monday night, Monday Night Heroes, we'll be doing Eclipse Phase Ozymandias role-playing. Uh, next week, we'll be on Saturday, we'll be doing uh, our second part of our read-through of the Kikanga anthology by... How, Davis how what's her name became king? Got her name. Joa. Thank you. Yeah. I'm probably saying it wrong. Uh, forgive me. And Friday Fun Guy, of course, is still on hiatus for for the uh, December. Uh, you guys will be back on in January sometime. Correct, Kim? Yes. Okay. Excellent. So thanks everybody for watching, and thanks once again to Pharaoh for coming out, being our guest. Lovely having you. And say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie.